Yeah. It's time for the breakdown. It's time for part one with Ed and with Sean. You know those two. They're called Geeksters. And welcome to episode 249, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And wow. welcome to the podcast. 249? 249. Wow. Wow. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Yes. <clears throat> Here in part one of the show that we do live on Sunday nights, starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was stunned. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Where's he going with this? <laughs> Plugging the show. That's where he's going. Don't forget, well, since you're already looking through those apps, why don't you go to Facebook? Because you're probably scrolling through Facebook now. Go to Geeksters. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter. at Geeksters as well while you're uh, on your mobile device. <laughs> panning through things. So, yeah, here in part one, we catch up on everyone's week. Mm-hmm. And it gives a review of Kong Island. Kong Skull Island, yes. Kong Island, completely different movie. <laughs> uh, Stacy and I go to the movies to see War of the Planet of the Apes, yeah, and uh, we find out what's hitting the shelves on Blu-rays, DVDs, and video games. Yeah, uh, it's already got folks. Uh, I guess uh, sit back and relax. And you have anything else to add there? Right? No, with just a couple other surprises that you might not, we did not mention that'll be in the episode. Who we didn't mention? What didn't we mention? Well, I'm not going to say now. Let them find out. (laughs) (laughs) So they can sit back, relax, and enjoy it. All right. See you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksters. (laughs) I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. All of a sudden, now we're like super loud. Yes. Yeah. I don't. What are you doing, Ed? Nothing. And I got to be right on top of this mic. It's like, hi. How you doing? Hi. Mm. (laughs) (sighs) Does my breath smell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. And as always, is the lovely Stacy. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the program, everybody. How was everybody's week? Um, Ape-filled. 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 All right. Filled with apes. Okay. Our week was filled with apes? Mine was. Your whole week? I, well, I mean, not my whole week, but the majority of it. There are two, my, the two things I do the weekend. Movie night with Ed movie today oh you're right you're right you're right i didn't come over thursday i forgot about that my bad <laughs> i'm wrong <laughs> oh you heard it here that's that was recorded right ed yes all right I'm sure because i i want to i want that clip because every once in a while it's just in case something goes wrong and you can go i'm wrong i'm wrong <laughs> you like your cell phone <laughs> i'm gonna use that as my new ringtone oh. <laughs> okay we'll see <laughs> So how was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty uneventful, uh, though I did watch part of a movie that uh, I've watched most of them. It was called Predestination. It was a sci-fi movie with uh, Ethan Hawke. And I had to say it was like a really, really good movie. If you haven't seen this movie, I mean, it really, it, it was about a, a guy who can time jump. And he basically meets this woman who turns herself into a man. Would you like me to give you this? Synopsis? Yes, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> For his final assignment, a top temporal agent must pursue the one criminal that has eluded him throughout time. The chase turns into a unique, surprising, and mind-bending exploration of love, fate, identity, and time travel taboos. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, that's a weak. That's a weak uh, uh, synopsis. It was made in 2014, by the way. Yes, it was a weak synopsis based off this movie that I saw. Because <laughs> I mean, he, he meets this woman who kind of turns herself into a man because of an accident that happens. So she's she meets at this bar and it's, she's telling a sad story because she was supposed to win a bottle of um, whiskey. Okay, and. So the the bartender at the time was saying, well, if the person that did you wrong, it was in front of you, would you kill him? And she goes, without hesitation. Uh-huh. So she takes him to like, the downstairs of his bar, and it looks like a violin case, basically, what it looks like. And as a number on it, you can adjust what time it is, and you basically hold it and stand near anybody with it, and they all time jump to the next day. Of course, uh, though, it makes you sick right. when you do it. So it's, it's, it's something that you know you normally wouldn't do. So she, he takes her back to a time when she was younger, basically, okay. and she meets her younger self, and, like, they fall in love. Her younger self? Yes. So the man version of her falls in love with the younger version female of himself? Yes, yes. Okay, that's weird. Okay. That's well, it weird. gets weirder. Oh, really? <laughs> that, that was just a start? The <laughs> whole reason why that, that he's a time jumper is because he's after the pheasant bomber is what they call him okay i'm assuming the he the the woman that's a he at the bar is ethan hawk well you're you <laughs> half the premise you've already just took yes uh, okay, you know. sorry i'm just saying because ethan hawk's the star it's right there yes oh he's called the barkeep the barkeep all right, right. they don't really give his name or whatever so he's time jumping and he's trying to stop this bomber and he's trying now to find his replacement because he's time jumping too much so he can't keep doing it. So he hires basically this girl now to do the job. And it goes through where he finds a, a, a point in time where the, the bomber bombs an area. So he goes and, and tries to fight him, but he gets stopped. And then as the bomb goes off, there's somebody else there. And it's all they're all in flames. But he does has a box, time junk box. And you look in her eyes and it's her. So she was there to try and stop him as well. So so then so then as as time goes on he's retiring like he's done like he's found his replacement you know he couldn't get the bomber but he's got all this evidence that he's, he's stacking up here at the last moment he finds out that where he's living as a retirement there is a laundromat that he goes to that's where the bomber bombs so he figured that's he's got to be here so he ends up going into the laundromat and there he is it's his future self Ah. So he's, just, he's a future bomber is basically what it, what it comes down to. And the reason why he's bombing those, these places is because he was saving lives because of all the, all the things that – all the natural disasters that happen are based off of people that are making mistakes. So he would kill that one person or a few people to stop more devastation. So he was like, you know, like – you know, like I say, I already seem a little confused. That guy's gonna exactly. <laughs> you, know, you have to really watch this movie to pay attention. So at the end, you, you, you get, like I said, he ends up killing the bomber and, and, and finishing the job. So that's how, you know, how his end life ends. But as it goes through, you realize that when she gets burned, she gets a new face. It's Ethan Thawke's uh, face that gets put onto her. So it's basically her through the whole time. I'm loop. already lost. I'm like, all right. She's, like, she's her lover. She's, <laughs> he's he's her, his lover. It's, he turned himself into a man. It was a woman who turned herself into a man that turned into a bomber that's killing thousands of people. It's all the same person. Wow, that that that's some that's some crazy shit. <laughs> it's it's like I said it's it's the way I'm explaining is not giving justice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like I am so confused. I had to kind of watch it just to kind of make 
make sense of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I didn't even see the full movie either. I only saw like a, probably a little over half the second half. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was just I was I have a channel. It's called Random Movies, and it just plays random movies. So it doesn't matter what you get. So I'm just going with me take a chance and see what's playing. And as I see Ethan Hawke, and I'm like, okay. It's kind of like entertainment Russian roulette. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go in, and whatever movie's playing, that's what I'm watching. Because I've seen some, like, old B-70 movies that looked horrible. Like, I've watched them, and I'm like, nah, this is stupid. I'll just move on to something else. And oh, but this one looked good. This looked me in. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. Okay. Um, anything else? I don't know. I saw a movie with you on Thursday. That's right. You and I, I came over, we watched uh, Kong Skull Island. Yes. Now, I've seen it in the theaters, along with Stacy. Yep. This was your first time seeing it. Yes. What did you think? I thought it was great. I I, I, I would actually more put it in as more of a, less of an action movie and more of a horror movie. I, just, <laughs> I felt like like really creeped out. I'm like, any woman that didn't doesn't like bugs will hate this movie. Like I've just kept thinking Seal would freak out. Look, there's that one spider scene, there's this huge spider yeah. just goes over them and, and I'm like, Wow, my my wife would be pissed. <laughs> She'd be like great freaking out. I mean, they still, those things are alive and they're real. Oh, we can never go to that island, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I mean, it, you know, the special effects were good. I mean, there was, I don't think there's anything I really could say bad about this movie. The only thing that I, I said was, and I don't think it's really a bad thing, is the fact is that there's always one, like, the, the final boss battle in right. this movie. And you go, well, you kind of kind of expect that now. Like, you, you go, Kong just can't be on this island protecting it yeah. from all the other beasts that are there. He's just chilling. Yeah. He was eating a banana, giant banana, home. <laughs> hand on his, scratching his balls. Home. Yeah, I'm with Trump, King Kong. Home. I'm walking to my island. <laughs> and, then the, and then, of course, the bumper at the end really sets it up for future movies. Versus Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. I can't wait for that one. I, I was watching every once in a while. I'm a, I'm a fan of this little cartoon called uh, How It Should Have Ended. Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, I saw one that said How Kong Skull Island Should Have Ended. And there was like three different ones, and the first one was, why couldn't they just turn around? Like, you know, <laughs> like they're in these helicopters. Kong stands up, and someone could have went, "Fuck that! Let's get out of here!" I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm out. End the movie. Like, like, and what's his face is filming it. John Goodman's character yeah. is like, "Yeah, I got my proof. Let's go." Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's all we needed. <clears throat> that's all I had to do was just, oh, there he is, exists. Let's go. Like, and then there was a couple other things where there's a moment where. Uh, what's her face is falls in the water mm-hmm. and he picks her up Kong picks her up in the hand and then punches the the big monster. They use that as, you know, Kong's hand really shouldn't have been like like after he does the big fight scene with the giant monster, he opens up his hand and goes, Ooh. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, like, if, if somebody saw that, you, know, you will believe where you were just were. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the hand of Cog. But not only that, it went into the mouth of him. Yeah, like he, and he was ripping the guts out of another animal with you attached to it. Ooh. <laughs> yes. No wonder why I smell. I thought it was it's just the jungle. <laughs> no, it's all you. you smell like monster guts. <laughs> it's monster guts and wet ape. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you remember? Did you? I know? liked it. Okay. So. You weren't freaked out about the big, the big ant? No. 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 It's flying bugs that I don't like. 
All right. Like if a spider was just crawling on the floor right there, I would just like reach over and step on it. It's not a big deal. If it flew at me, oh, we got a whole nother set of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot a 10-story bug like walking over you would have. It's just a movie. Okay. I can handle it. <laughs> it's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> and anything else exciting happening for, over the week? Um, trying to think. No, not really. I mean, that was pretty much it. That was most of my excitement this week. I, I always try. And, I, I, I think to myself every week. I'm going to do something for this show so that when the stir of this, this show, when, when I go, hey, what you do this, this week? week? I have something, and it's just like, yeah, I didn't do really do anything. You know, it's a couple of times I'm like, ah, oh, you know, this is this is happening. I'm going to do this. I'm like, nah, just. Well, I mean, well, this was big Comic Con weekend, though. Yes, I, I did see a bunch of trailers. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have any like, I, we kind of post the trailers as we saw them on our Geeksters page. Mm-hmm. That's Facebook Geeksters. Go give us a like. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Nope. Oh, I got a flash flood warning in my in the area until one forty five a.m. All right, Joy. avoid flood areas. There you go. That's for the local people. That's that's the local news. The local news. Now back to the originally scheduled program. Yeah, so that's why I have my balls laminated. <laughs> <laughs> I never tired of hearing that story. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, yeah. So anyway, back to the Comic Con stuff. Facebook geeksers, give us a like. <laughs> oh, fire in the hole! Oh. oh, that's gonna be a good show, folks. Starting <laughs> <laughs> already. Oh, man, it's the pickle. <laughs> I love pickles. <laughs> I'm gonna ban you from having pickles. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let my eyes water for that one. <laughs> it's blinking through. He's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, <laughs> "Don't throw up on the board! Don't throw up on the board!" <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, I guess we'll have Comic Con news later in the show. Yes, we will. Okay. Yeah, we will. Was there anything that that's not sh- that's not for the show? That you saw that you want to bring to anyone's attention? You can say no. I'm just asking. No, I know. I All mean, right. it, I you know, just... there's a couple articles that weren't part of of Comic Con news, but I'm going to save those because one I one I thought was interesting that kind of like a lot of people just kind of paying off. But I'm to me, we'll find out in our news because it's actually the top story of, of, oh, the, of the news. It's top story of the news, and, and it, it to me it was fascinating because it was like something that you know nobody really talked about, and it was like. I'm surprised not many people are talking about this. Like, I didn't see a lot of stuff on on social media about it, and I'm like, this is a big deal to me, you know. And I'll, we'll find out <laughs> what it is in the second hour. Of course, I'm just teasing it away, you know. Oh, oh okay. She finally got it. Yeah, finally wafted over there. She's like, I can't believe I laid next to him at, at night. <laughs> 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 she always makes me laugh because she's. Oh, the farting's fun. That's when we first started. <laughs> yes. Now he just doesn't care. He just let. He doesn't ever say sorry. <laughs> and then he'll do it at home and be like a silent one that I can't hear. And instead of just automatically reaching for like the air freshener, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just waits. <laughs> it comes until... in like it just comes like comes and goes. It's like yeah. like you breathe in, you're like oh, and then it's like it goes for a while, and then all of a sudden it just wasps back in. You're like shit, yeah. man. But he doesn't even apologize. Like, he'll just wait for me to go, babe, did you fart? And he'll go, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm proud. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, can you just you, spray You got to take the, the 40 time? off of his age. <laughs> Seven. Ridiculous. <laughs> right, and you guys got to drive home with me, too. <laughs> no. <it's so> <laughs> those, are, those are cushion seats. 
And it just lays in there. And like the day later, you sit down, and you're like, oh, day old fart. You're so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> right now, there's a bunch of people going, I can relate. <laughs> there's also other people, what an asshole. Yes, right. I am. <laughs> as long as you know it. Right, so uh, your week was not too eventful. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's still the same one, folks. Just, just it's what five minutes already. Still, do you have to let it linger? <laughs> no, you don't. You fucking don't. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. and sometimes I feel like pig pen. It's just the air around me just stirring up. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> I don't know either, sweetheart. You're stuck with me. How many more years? A lot. Is it? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Time to update my will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we did go to the movies this weekend. Oh, really? Yes, we did. Oh. So why don't we find out where it fell into the top five? All right, here we go. Top five movies, kids. Number five was a new release, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Wow, that was number five? That started this weekend? That started this Shit. weekend. All right, looks like I know where we're going to go see next. $17 million made over this weekend. Uh, and, with, uh, and, of course, that's the, first, that's the only weekend, so it's, that's the total gross so far. I'm guessing a $150 million movie. $209.1 million budget. Wow. It's got to climb. Oh, that's got to hike. Yes. That's not necessarily mean it's a bad movie. It just means no one went to go see it. Uh, you know, I like, look, I'm going to say it. I'm excited for the movie. I'm just surprised that number five is number five and number one is number one. But we'll get to that when we get oh, to I see, that. I don't know what number one is. They'll find but out I, soon. I see yellow. So I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? All right. Well, number four was the number one movie of last week. War of the Planet of the Apes. It made $20.4 million over the weekend and 97 point. Seven overall in the two weeks release, the $150 million budget. So it's doing uh, okay. It's trending well, as I say. Trending well. That's, exactly um, we, that's the movie we saw this weekend. Okay. Uh, would you like our review now? Or yeah, we... sure. Let's do the review now, and then okay. we'll go to the other uh, okay. three. <laughs> review. Okay, now, I'm a fan of the series. I'm a fan of the series way back when it was Charlton Heston going, get your damn hands off me, you damn dirty that's, ape. It's funny, because uh, uh, I think it was, which, which one was it? Uh AMC uh, was running all the classic the runs, and I was watching them all weekend. It was just, like, enjoyable. You did it! You blew it up, you bastards! <laughs> ah. Ah. You damn dirty ape. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm a, I'm a fan of, of the series. Mm-hmm. So that and when, the, when they rebooted it with Rise of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. I went to go see it. James Franco's in it, and... Uh, the kid who plays Drake, Draco Malfoy's in it. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. It was really good. Yeah, the second one came out again. You know, my dad and I, he's also a fan of the series, too. My mom hated the series. When she could, for those people who don't know, the, the classic Charlton Heston version, at the very end of the movie, you find out he, he crash lands on a planet that's a planet of the apes. And during the course of the movie, at the very end, he finds out that he's actually been on Earth the entire time. And he knows that because it, he's washed up on the beach is the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still bothering you, Ed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good one. That's potent. <laughs> 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 That's so potent, it's impotent. 
<laughs> so, sucks. Sucks every time I laugh, I'm breathing it in further. <laughs> and it's like, oh, now it's inside me. I'm inside you. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Go so, ahead. so the Statue of Liberty was on the beach, and he's like, you did it. We blew it up. Ah. So, like, you know, and that's how the movie ends. So then, you know, the reboot, mm-hmm. there is a little nod to the first one by a guy going up into space, mm-hmm. and you kind of, like, you kind of forget about him. Yeah. Uh, except till the very end where they kind of talk about it over the air as the simian flu is being passed around, you might say, mm-hmm. by the first one. Second one, just as good, right? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. You know, no, Dawn, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. where it was a really good movie. Um, it had more ape versus ape. Ape man, not. Ape not kill ape. <laughs> 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 and then this one, War for Planet of the Apes, was really good, too. I, I really enjoyed it. Now, mm-hmm. there are moments in the movie mm-hmm. that kind of... There was one movie that one moment in the movie that really bothered me, and it wasn't the end. There was a moment where the plot of the movie is Woody Harrelson is a, a general, mm-hmm. and, colonel. A colonel, sorry, a colonel, and Caesar needs to go get him mm-hmm. because something happens to Caesar and his family. Okay, right. So they, they're they're on their way to go get Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. It's now like a revenge movie kind of in a way. Okay. But on the way, they stop in this little t- this little like rundown village, and there's mm. a guy, and then there there's a guy there, and the guy's holding a bundle of sticks, and he sees you know three monkeys staring at him, and he's like, I'm just going to put this down. He pulls a gun, but all of a sudden there is like a like a machine gun sound off to the distance. He gets killed, and you find it's Caesar, right? Only problem is he's holding a what do you call it a, a, a pump action shotgun. No, and he I- wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. It wasn't no machine gun. Yes, it was. All right. Apparently, I'm wrong. <laughs> Apparently, you don't but have yeah. a problem now. Yeah. You're, it's wrong. Okay. Well, he came walking through that door. That was not no machine gun. I am from Texas. All right. <laughs> okay. Gun she knows. All right. Okay. It was definitely a machine gun, and it was the machine gun that his buddy ape, because I'm not into the Planet of the Apes. Not that I'm not into them, I just never watched them. Right. So I don't know any of their names except for Caesar. Okay. okay. His buddy gave it to him because the kid, the ape that came with Caesar's son uh-huh. had it on his back. Okay. And then his buddy had it because he's, remember, he was like, hey, go get whatever his okay. friend's name I'm was. I'm just saying. That... It was a machine gun. All right. Then why for the rest of the movie was he holding a pump action shotgun? I don't think you're right. All right. Okay. When the movie comes out, we're going to see it again. Okay. Okay. We're going to see you, folks. End of the show. We're going to the movies right now. (laughs) (laughs) So the movie itself was really good. Had a kind of an ending that you kind of see coming. Okay. You know, in my mind. Was kind of emotional. Um, Problem was, though, is that where we went wasn't our normal movie theater. Mm -hmm. So therefore, there were a couple little issues in the theater. Okay. That would... Annoy most, I would say, most decent moviegoers. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the theater we went to has assigned seatings. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're sitting down. During, we were there well before, you know, the trailers are going on. All of a sudden, there's a hullabaloo right behind us because it's we're in front of, that's the very last aisle, like the second to the last aisle. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone's sitting in the wrong seat, and there's a big rustle, 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 talk, chit, 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 chit. And then it's like, come on, we gotta move. I'm, you know, and then because it was like two little old ladies, 
that I guess couldn't read or understand how the numbering system goes. Mm -hmm. So, and then for whatever reason, one of the people who I guess was fighting about the seat actually wound up having to sit in our row. Like, I don't understand any of that. Mm -hmm. But there was, again, it's commotion as the opening of the movie's going on where it's a lot of reading. Not really a lot of reading, but it's probably about a minute of backstory because for those people who didn't see the first two movies, they kind of got to give like a little bit of like, hey, Here's what happened. Here's what happened for those in your last episode of Planet of the Apes. Nice. This, you know, this is what happened in the first one. This is what happened in the second one. And each one got to look a little bit longer. Mm. It kind of gives you kind of an idea about this third movie. And you kind of have to read it, but it's hard to read it when you go, when you hear, well, this isn't RC. We got to move. We, we got to, come on, we have to get up. We, and it's like, oh, lady. You know, and then the barrage of cell phone lights oh. that was, un, 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 like, it was, Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a guy, like, three seats, well, two seats away from Stacy that kept checking his phone. Mm-hmm. Then, like, on the row in front of us, all the way at the end, he, you couldn't see his phone, but you could sure, like, see, like, his face light up every, like, ten minutes. It was like, well, if you don't want to watch, if you don't want to be here, don't come. Like, if your life is that important that you think your device is more important than what you just paid to go see with everybody else, don't be there. Like, like what? I mean, they should have. They, and then the other thing is, they should have ushers. They should bring back the traditional usher to go. Oh, can I have your ticket, ma'am? And then reads the ticket and goes, "All right, this way." And then takes you to your seat and sits you down. So that way, you know you're in the right seat because right. somebody brought you to the seat. Not like let me wander in and figure this out because you know, like but- everybody else, they go. They people buy these tickets and then they sneak through the theaters. And they just keep yep. going, like, what movie can I go into now? And they kind of sneak in, and then, like, last minute, somebody else comes in, and they, and they play dumb. So I don't mean, like, I'm not saying the two old ladies are doing this, but... No, I mean, no, the two old ladies, I think, legitimately were there, because we saw them as, like, as we leaving, we saw them leave with us. But it was just the idea, and I don't think the other family that was there, I, I do think it was a legitimate, like... Mistake. Mistake. But there should. But you're right. If, if there was a guy or a girl waiting there at the door, going, "Hi, how can I help you? Let me see your phone or let me see your ticket." Okay, because now with the assigned sitting, it's like okay, row and column. If you don't know how to read a row and column, if you've never played Tetris, if you've never played Sudoku, if you've never played played a crossword puzzle, across and down are two completely different things for you now. So like you go, okay, well now you're in row D, which is here, and this is seat one. You're in seat five. So this is where the number's at because a lot of people don't realize that the number's on the armrest. Yeah. It was just like... Sometimes Some of the theaters of, the, of where they are is in a bad spot. I, I like agree. you, you yeah. go, I have to now look down and, yeah. uh, you know, like below the seat now, the seat where my seat is. And you go, well, that's just stupid. They should have had one like, on top of the armrest, a little bit bigger, like a big placard because people are stupid. Yep. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not saying I'm a smart guy and I know everything <laughs> in the world, but I make mistakes too. But the thing is, is that after a while you go, uh, this like if you, if you go to a ball game, any ball game, football, baseball, doesn't matter. There are people standing there, yep. and they'll go, "Where's your ticket, please?" And they'll take you to your seat, or at least tell you this is where you need to right. go, like right. they direct you, kind of thing. Or even say, "I'm sorry, but this is not the right theater," like or this is not the right section. Your section's over there, right? Like, yeah, if you just bring it back. If you're going, like, I understand, like you know, if we're adults, we should be able to find our own seats. But you know what? Sometimes mistakes are made. Yeah. And you don't want those mistakes being made during the course of the the, the time where the theater is on, like the movie's actually going. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just mildly annoying. And then at one moment, the movie's two and a half hours. 
Mm-hmm. At one point in the movie, I had to use a little boy's room. <laughs> so I got what? I did. Use a little boy's room. I did. I had to go to the loo, as they say. Mm. So I had to skip to the loo. And then on my way to the loo, there's somebody. There was a the row. It was a pretty packed theater, surprisingly. I was kind of really surprised that second weekend, War of Planet of the Apes was actually getting this big of a draw. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, our room was pretty filled, but as I'm walking towards the bathroom, like, get through the aisles as quickly as I can, I'm tripping over this person's shoes because apparently they took their shoes off so they can recline. I'm like, you're not fucking home. I, I was just like... That's, I, that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I find a problem with these kind of theaters is back... Because, like, like I, we, we saw a movie, and the guy was, like, stretching. Like, you know, kind of yeah. thing. Like, he's home. Like, oh, I'm just stretching in my chair, you know, relaxing. And his arms are now on my face. And I'm like... Yo, like you know, you're not in your you're not in your house. Like yeah, you know, like, somebody's behind you. You know, yeah. like be aware, you stupid idiot. Yeah. So like when I kick, I kick. I don't know if it was because it was like a uh, a family, like like two kids, my, a father and daughter, father and husband, father and wife. I don't know. No, one of those. <laughs> it was definitely some combination. It was some combination. It was four of them. I don't know whose shoes it were, but when as soon as I felt it, I kicked it. <laughs> like fuck you, get out of my way. Yeah. Shoes shouldn't be in the middle of the floor anyway. Right. You know, like you're not at home. And I must have kicked it to the edge of the you know the aisle. So at the end of the movie, when it was time to come, I could see this person frantically looking around for her shoe, and I'm going, "Well, bitch, if you would have worn it, it wouldn't be this problem." Right? Like you know, <laughs> like, like I didn't feel bad whatsoever, Ed. <laughs> They're just lucky I didn't go drive by. Uh, hashtag drive by. <laughs> As I was going away. So yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like she's never seen the other two in the, tr- I would say, trilogy. So, mm-hmm. I, how do you feel about it? I mean, I liked it um, because I never seen the other two. There was a little, a few little holes that I had to like piece together myself. Mm-hmm. But it was easy enough for me to piece it together. Like, there's nothing that confused me. I don't really have any questions on it, which is good. I feel like if you're gonna make, there's always somebody who hasn't seen the other two movies. Mm-hmm. So, because of the commotion going on behind us, I actually didn't get to read the right. the beginning part of it. Um, but even without reading that, I was kind of like, oh, who's that ape? Why are they mad at him? Oh, okay, I get it. He left. You know what I mean? Like, right. I didn't know who Koba. Co- yeah. They kept referring to him. I was mm. like, I don't know who that is. And they finally said it. I'm like, okay, got it. Boom. I know who that is now. You know, like, mm. a few little things. But I was really easily able to piece them together myself, which I liked. Okay. Um, I liked Woody Harrelson in it. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he was really he, good. Um, he kind of turned on like the the, the a, a tad of the crazy. It was real nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not being a Planet of the Apes person, I still know who Caesar is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen one, but everybody knows who Caesar is, mm-hmm. right? I really thought he was going to be like super badass cutthroat ape, right? Right. He was kind of humbleized in this one. Yeah. You know, like it was. He's never really been a kick-ass kind of character. His moral high ground is what makes him, you root for him because he wants to be better than man. See, but not seeing it, right. you think he's like a kick-ass character, right. you know, but he he wasn't. He was. It was still enjoyable. Mm. I just was surprised at who he ended up being as to what I thought he was going to be. Okay. You know, I thought he was just going to like, you know, go in and wreak havoc and be like this super badass I, ape. I, I am here to eat bananas and kick ass. And he wasn't. He was kind I'm of all bananas. 
<laughs> humble a yeah. little bit. Um, it was good. I mean, I don't necessarily want to go watch the other ones. Like, I don't feel like I missed something where I was like, shit, now I got to see the other ones. It's, I don't feel like that. Um, okay. If Sean, I mean, he's going to buy it. I don't know why I said if, but when Sean buys it, <laughs> if he was like, oh, I'm watching Planet of the Apes. Do you want to watch it? I'd be like, all right, cool. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like ask for it. All right. But I, I stayed good. awake through the whole thing. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I was really worried about that because even I was felt like it's two and a half hours. And the thing with the apes movies is that they talk in sign language and there's very little dialogue. Mm. They're like the first in the second movie, the first 30 minutes, maybe, you know, of it is all sign language. It's all reading. Yeah. You know, and you kind of have to go, but it's still compelling for whatever reason. So you're kind of watching this movie from obviously from the apes point of perspective mm-hmm. and Caesar for the most part, is the only one who really talks. Mm-hmm. Now, there are other apes in the storyline who do talk, but you find out that that's kind of a, a byproduct of the, the of the illness that could, that's sweeping the planet. Mm-hmm. Some can develop the ability to talk, some can't, but it seems they, they it de- develops at, the, at different times. Mm-hmm. So you have like a movie where, where Caesar's walk, coming to, like, with him and his boys, because they've been with him through... All three movies at this point. Yeah. So you're like, it's like, you know, be like you and me going on road trip. You know, Stacy's coming along with us to go kick someone, someone's ass. You know, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go kick that guy's ass. You guys stay back. And next thing you know, turn around, everyone's behind him going, they're not going without us. Right. We're going to throw down. Oh, we're going to throw down. That kind of thing. Mm. So they, they go with him, but it's a lot of sign language, a lot of him, you know, talking like this. You know, yeah. And you're like, but it seems like when Caesar talks, you kind of really. Because of the way he talks, you get pulled in. You're like, you pay really close attention to him. Mm. I still think Andy Serkis deserves an Oscar mm. for the work that he does in motion capture. Because, you know, there's this one thing going around Facebook where he's, he, he hails all the dots on his face and he's saying this little speech. And as he's saying this speech, he turns, they turn him into Caesar mm. to show that it's really him underneath all that digital work. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, I don't understand why he gets... Sl- why motion capture acting gets overlooked so much, especially from him. He's been doing this since, you know, since Gollum. Well, that's the thing. Like you, you, well, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for 17 years, I guess, yeah. you know, at this point. Now, the reason why is, is because it's just, there's a lot of things that moviegoers, like the, the old traditional moviegoers, just don't find, like, it, you know, like being the um, uh, mo- proper movies. Like, you know, this is like a throwaway popcorn fun movie yeah. to most people, and that. That's how they see it. They don't see it as like a it's more serious, right? It's not real acting. It's not serious enough to, you know, it's not like a best picture, act, you know, uh, uh, option or whatever. And then you're like, well, you know what? They're, they're movies that you guys pick. It's just like I think they like go, well, here's a movie you think is going to be best picture, and then the Academy looks at it and goes, yeah, we're going to nominate this one because it's like a serious, right. you know, piece of drama, you know, kind right. of thing. Cause it's like most of this, most of the films are dramas that you, you, you know, oh, you, yeah. you know, and it's just like, really, that's what you're going to like. Uh, it's like, it's the dramatic Oscar more than the actual. I'll Oscar. be honest though. I thought war for planet of the apes was more dramatic than it was action packed. Oh, it was it, totally fucking dramatic. Yeah. I mean, cause you get, it's, it's, it's for lack of a better term. It's a, um, uh, internal piece. Mm-hmm. It's like you, the turmoil that Caesar has to go through and, and what he's like, her not having seen the first two movies, me going in, going the weight of being him, who he is, 
really sits heavy on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. So the decisions that he makes and how it weighs on his conscience and how he doesn't want to be, it's like, we, we, we need to strive better. We're, we have to be better in ourselves to mm -hmm. be able to survive. And we just, we'd be left alone. And you kind of get sucked into that mo that movement of like, he, he's, you know, especially since the first movie, all he wants was his little piece of land. And it seems like everyone comes in and starts poking at him. He's like, I, I didn't start this, but I'm damn well going to finish it now, you fuckers. Like, mm -hmm. like you do get that, and you're like, you kind of side with him, and you just go, Christ, humanity sucks. Like, it's <laughs> just like, you start rooting for the apes. Like, good, I'm glad it happens to us. Like, there's a planet of the apes. Yeah. I welcome my ape overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sling that rock for you. I'll pick the bananas. Sure. It's just, you know, <laughs> oh, they're monkeys. Open that in there. Hey, what's yeah. up? Hey, what's up? What's up, monkey? Boop. <laughs> and there was a good comic relief in there. You know. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. All right, so I recommend War for Planet of the Apes. There you and go. Especially if you've seen the other two, you'll be moved. And it was it was it was a really good movie. Okay. Okay, good. so that was number four. Number four, yes. All right, number what's number three? Number three was the number two movie of last week. It was Spider-Man Homecoming. It made twenty two million dollars over the weekend. And two hundred and fifty one point seven overall in the three weeks release with a hundred and seventy five million dollar budget. Uh, so all good right. there. All right. Number two was a new release, Girls Trip. Really? And, yes. It made thirty point three seven million over the weekend. That sits with the total gross with a nineteen million dollar budget. Okay. Girls trip. That's the I'm gonna say it's that's the um it's the African American version of Hangover. Yes. And there's there's actually doing the the girls' night out too, the one with Scarlett Johansson. Hansen, right, right. Um, there's that version too, where it's like, hey, well, if the boys can do it, the girls can do it too. And then you have Scarlett Johansson doing it with a bunch of white girls. And then this is the African American version. Okay, I I'm not surprised it came in second. No, I'm not surprised at all. That no, yeah, makes more sense. That you tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it looked funny. Yeah, eh, not my movie. <laughs> I'm gonna go see War for Planet of the Apes. <laughs> All right, so then, that was how much did it make this weekend? It made thirty point three seven million. What's the budget? Uh, Nineteen million. Yeah, okay. Expect Girls Night Out two, <laughs> Girls Electric. Trip two, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. All right, so then what was number one? Uh, number one was a new release as well, Dunkirk. It made fifty point five <laughs> million dollars over the weekend with one hundred and fifty million dollar budget. That's a total gross. I, I'm 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 surprised that this is number one. I'm really surprised. I be, uh, so am I. I I you know I'm not saying it should be in the top five, but I thought at this point with uh, Christopher Nolan being like doing this kind of movie, I'm thinking this is way out of his range of doing movies. Okay. Cause this is like all special effects, uh, 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 more of a, like a, um, well, interstellar was, which is was last movie. Yeah. Um, had more practical effects than visual. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I know what you're saying. It's like though. a sci-fi kind of adventure right. epic that you kind of go, you know, it was like a little bit unbelievable and you, you know, it stretches the boundaries of, of going, well, you know, could happen or could not happen, right. that kind of thing. So you, you just kind of, you know, go you with, go with, along with, with it. Right. It's a sci-fi sci Right. So you figure this is going to be, this is this is a true story about Dunkirk and what happened there. And, and you go, okay, you know, and it's just like, it just amazed me that like this kind of movie, because I'm thinking, well, it's probably going to be in like the top five, but I don't see it could be number one, maybe three or two, well, depending on what's going to come out. And I thought, 
Valerian was going to be number one. I mean, I thought that would be the number one movie this weekend. Well, well I'll give you the synopsis, Dunkirk. Yeah. Just it's Allied soldiers from Belgium, the British Empire, and France are surrounded by the German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II. Uh, directed by obviously Chris Nolan, he also wrote it as well. Um, I, I mean, I, I am surprised on on a bunch of levels. I want to say this movie just felt long, and it's and honestly. Heavy. Honestly, it's not. It's only an hour and 46 minutes. It felt long and heavy. Like, when you see the trail, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be like a three-hour movie. Because Interstellar was like three hours. Fucking Dark Knight Rises was fucking three hours. (laughs) Inception was like two and a half. You figure, okay, you know what? I guarantee you when it hits Blu-ray, there'll be like a special edition three-and-a-half-hour version of this movie. Because it's based on a true story. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also didn't think that, that it would have gotten that much of a draw. The Valerian, I would have said, definitely would have been like a close second. Yeah. I mean, a lot, I mean, lot higher than five. I'll tell you that. I mean, it's by the guy who did the fifth element. Right. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of. I mean, from the, based on the trailers, I mean, that looked really yeah. good. You know, and I was kind of thinking about seeing it this weekend. <laughs> you know, actually saying Thursday, but then you brought Skull, Kong Skull Island. And I'm like, well, I, I wanna... completely thought it was coming out next weekend. Yeah. I honestly thought it was it was next weekend that it was coming out, so it kind of surprised me to even see it on the list. I was like, "Wait, what?" Because I really like for me like that movie. You go to the Dolby Digital Theater and the at the in the Chamonix and yeah. get the vibrating the seats, seats going, the color and the sound. yeah, the color, the sound. You're like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be a show. This is gonna be awesome." I, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't go see it because it's obviously now in fifth place. I was like, "Not that my not that my dollars are gonna be like, oh, Sean seen it." Quick, let's check this up to number one. Like, I, just, <laughs> I just like him. All his stuff. Leon the Professional. Mm-hmm. Lucy I liked, even though it wasn't an action movie the way I thought it was going to be. Fifth Element, still a great movie. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, what happened? You know, and it's a passion pro- project for him. It's, a, it's something he's wanted to do since, like, he, 20 years ago. Yeah, like, it's the reason why he did Fifth Element, because it was as close as he th- thought he could ever get, get to, right. to, to tell a story like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, I feel kind of like, oh, man. <laughs> but I, I get it. You know, like some people probably looked at it and go, I don't understand a thing of that. So forget it. I'm not going. Right. You know, <laughs> like, let's see. I'm down. Now I'm kind of curious. I'm curious the the length of it. The Valerian VAO and the City of a Thousand Planets is. The runtime is. Two hours and 17 minutes. That's not bad. That's about average for a movie. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm really surprised. I honestly thought Dunkirk was going to be like, legitimately like a two and a half hour, three, three yeah, hour movie. Yeah, Because uh, let's say Interstellar. Interstellar was Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. All right, it's two all hours right. and forty nine minutes. All right, all right, all right. This is one long movie. Yeah. <laughs> Inception was another movie that was two hours and twenty eight minutes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. That was two hours and 44 minutes. So you're telling me Christopher Nolan made a movie under two hours? Fucking impossible. <laughs> like someone Especially had, about a British war movie? Yeah. <laughs> everyone everyone loves a World War II, good World War II movie. I mean, I guess, you know what? Maybe because of Heartbreak Ridge did well. Yeah. You know, like everyone loves a good... Heartbreak Ridge. Heartbreak Heartbreak Ridge? Yeah. Hacksaw Ridge? Hacksaw Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge. A, there, wait, there is a Heartbreak Ridge. There is Ridge. a Heartbreak something. Heartbreak Ridge, I think. Actually, Heartbreak I think, Ridge, I think it's... It's a Clint Eastwood movie, isn't it? 
Yes, it is. And yeah, okay, let's see. <laughs> Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, wow, well, I went back to 1986 on that one. All right. <laughs> yeah, where a hard-nosed, hard-living Marine gunnery sergeant clashes with his superiors and his ex-wife as he takes command of a spoiled recon platoon with a bad attitude. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was like, "What the fuck is Heartbreak Ridge?" Hacksaw Ridge, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. So, yeah, I mean, there you go. All right, that I was... guess good for him. I guess I wonder if it's because it's Christopher Nolan and a World War II movie. Like, I every time I saw the trailers, I just felt like, "Oh, that's gonna be a marathon." Yeah, like I don't know if I could sit there for twelve hours and then <laughs> watch this with it with an intermission. You know, just be like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't know." Oh, like, uh, you know, and then finally, it's only less than two hours long. I'll be like, oh, well, fuck, now maybe I do want to see it. Like, <laughs> You're not going to see it. I uh, know. I'll wait. You know what will happen? My dad will want to go see it, and he'll probably buy it on Blu-ray, and then I'll be like, what are you watching? I'm watching Dunkirk. Oh, I'll watch it with you. You know? Because yeah. <laughs> Stace was surprised. Like, I'm surprised he didn't want to see it. You know? And I was like, well, I don't know if he's interested in the British side of World War II. Like, he's a big fan. We left the house. We came home. The, we call it. It was World War. It's the Hitler channel 24-7 on my, in my house. Yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> like, it's, it's the history channel. Yes. The Hitler channel. I mean, we were, when we walked in, there was literally a television show called, um, it was the Hunting Nazis. It, I think it was called Hunting Nazis. Mm-hmm. Because it was about the... Um, the Nazis that escaped to South Africa yeah. and how the, uh, the the Mossad went after them. Right. Now, of course, my dad would be really interested in that because you know, I was raised Jewish. He's Jewish. So there's a little bit of a personal you know story there for him. Okay. But it, when we left, it was like, you know, Hitler and the robots of Southern Africa. Like, it just seems like it's goofy shit all the time. Our dog is going to be the smartest dog ever like if, on World War Two. If there is ever a quiz show for dogs <laughs> and World War II, we're, we're entering our dog. Because every time, because Dad likes to leave the TV on, too. So it's the History Channel on all day. And that dog sits on that sofa all day, just <laughs> soaking that information. She's either going to know how to take out Hitler or become Hitler. <laughs> like she's going to be going, she's going to be going. Oh, so, I know what Hitler did oh, wrong, and she's a Rottweiler. You know, it's, she's <laughs> like, I know what he's done wrong. I will get to, I will get it right. I will round up the cats and put them on in a nice little house. The Fourth Reich will <laughs> rise. Like, I, uh, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, she just sits there and just soaks it all up. I. <laughs> oh, I do not understand why these cats get away with it. <laughs> I will rise up and exterminate the cats. It's like I, I know everything he did wrong. I will correct it all. I just I'm sitting there, you're there. She's just like, I'm waiting for the dog commercials. Like, yeah. like, this is how how Lassie brought down World War Two. That's my kind of show. Like. <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, uh, poor dog. Just, here's just, hung, hung, left, right, left, right. Oh, the Jews, the Jews. <laughs> She's got to be tired of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like, oh, if I got to watch another stupid Nazi show, I'm going to just. Pee on the floor. I just, I, I was, no wonder why she's so possessive of her bones. <laughs> I was just like, 
You're not going to invade me like Hitler invaded Poland. (laughs) (laughs) This is my bone. Mine. (laughs) 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 So, uh, (laughs) okay, so then now that we got all that out of the way, what's coming on Blu-ray and DVD there, All right, here we go. Ghost in the Shell is the first one coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and all the other fun 4K and all that other fun more shit. All right. So there you go, kids. Uh, the, the the live action version, by the way. Yes, <laughs> the some, Scarlet Transit. Scarlet Transit version. Yes. So I'm I'm actually this is probably my purchase just this week. Uh, bought the Boss Baby's also coming out on Blu-ray and hey, DVD. This hey, week. do me a favor. If there's a steelbook edition of it, can you pick me up on? I'll pick you. I'll pay you Friday. All right. Thanks. <laughs> of Boss Baby? No. Of of Ghost in the Shell. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> I thought I mean, I was talking about I, Boss Baby. I'll buy Boss Baby on my own come Friday. I'm not. No, I don't. You know, I'm not looking for a steelbook edition of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is coming out? Uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm is coming out for Blu-ray the first time. Ooh, the 1993. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Zodiac Killer is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. The Zodiac Killer? Yes. That's what it says. I mean, I'm just trying to think. The 1971. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just like, I don't... Okay. All right. And the Warlock collection is coming out on Blu-ray. One through three. All right. I mean, I don't remember... I think I saw the first one. Okay. What else you got coming out? Uh, Silkwood is coming out on Blu-ray. It's a 1983 movie, a Kurt Russell movie. Mount Street. Yeah, and Cher. It's got to share her first Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Ah! Ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Go ahead. What else you got? I don't know why this is on my list, but Scorchy came out. What? Blu-ray. Scorchy. Scorchy? Yes. Connie Stevens plays an undercover cop in Seattle who is out to break up a big-time drug ring. This low-budget gem is full of bloody violence. It's a 1976 film. Scorchy. Oh, I know. Yes, it was a horrible movie. I saw it. So that's why you're like, oh, I that's right. Because it sucked. <laughs> For those of you who love shitty movies, there you catch go, this one out. Check that out. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It'll be come reasons. party. Yet. All right. So what else you got? Uh, Emerald City Season 1 is coming out on DVD. Emerald City, the only season. That's right. Yeah, because it got canceled. It was, hey, let's reimagine Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and no one saw it. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, Lego Scooby-Doo Blowout Beach Bash is coming out on Blu-ray. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's I right. I that Lego and Scooby-Doo did a thing. Neither did I. Well, they did now, and here it is, coming out this Tuesday. Oh, I boy. Like I like Scooby-Doo. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, this one I know you'll be excited for. The NHL Stanley Cup 2017 oh, La, la, la. I do not acknowledge the 2017 <laughs> champions. 2017 championships of the Pittsburgh Penguins. La, 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 la. Coming on Blu-ray. La, 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 la. Crosby's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you saying something? <laughs> no, I'm finished. All right. And that's all I have. Is there any honorable mentions you'd like to? Uh... Uh, yeah. Uh, Prizzy's Honor. Who? Prizzy's, uh, Prizzy's Honor. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Second row, last one. Oh, guys, yeah. It's uh, he plays a hitman, a mobster. It's a really, really good movie. (laughs) Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there, kids. If you like good Jack Nicholson movies, 
That's a good one. Let's see. Um, oh, Reanimator's coming out again this uh, this week. Again? Again on Blu-ray. All right. Um, okay, there's a spoof called Spyfall. No idea what that's about. Yeah, I was thinking about putting that on the list, and I'm like, yeah, it looks stupid. Uh, right. Yeah, really big deal. Um, Albert Brooks, Lost in America. That's that's an old movie. Yeah. He's actually putting a lot of the old ones out Old there. ones out, yeah. There's, here's my favorite. Lust of the Vampire Girls. I'm going to say, is there a synopsis? There's got to be. Nope, it's just an an homage to the European exploitation of the 60s and 70s. A man's search for his missing girlfriend, who's been abducted into a clan of vampires led by an insane Nazi doctor, who he must battle to save the soul of the woman he loves. Good times. A lot of yucks in that one. A lot of yucks. All right, well, that's it for, I guess, for uh, movies and movies for me. Okay. All right, what do you, okay, what's coming out in uh, video games? Video games, here we go. Uh, Constructor, only at GameStop, by Deep Silver for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Uh, Constructor? Yes. Uh, I think that's... Uh... The embodiment of Constructor meets corruption. Constructor empowers the player as a budding property Duke tycoon on a mission to build a successful city. It sounds like uh, like a Sim Sim City. Yeah, it's oh, uh, it's not even right English. Right language. Uh, wow! Forget it, Jesus! I can't even find it in Google. Oi, oi, oi! It's only a GameStop, apparently. So yeah, it's it's one of those games where it's like, hey, you gotta be a you're in the seedy underbelly of you're a mobster and you're trying to guess, you know, hey, look, you want to don't want to wear no cement shoes, right? So why don't you grease a little palm here is if you want us to work on your building. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, and then, you know, not nah, I get goofy. He comes over, <laughs> throws a leg. <laughs> All right. All right. So what else you got there? Uh, Fate Excella, the umbrella <laughs> star by XE Games for the Switch. And that's a Tuesday release. All right. I got nothing on that one. Okay. Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles, only at GameStop, <laughs> by Merge Games for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Yonder the Cloud Catcher. Wink, wink, wink. nudge, nudge. <laughs> 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 All right. So what else you got there? Uh, Unbox Newbie's Adventure, only at GameStop, by Merge Games for the PS4. <laughs> wow. That's a Tuesday release. It's a shame which GameStop can get real, real games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, what else you got? Uh, Collar X Malice by Axis Games Incorporated for the PS Vita, and that's a Friday release. Okay. Areas Collector's Edition. Area? No, Area. No, sorry. Collector's Edition for the PS4, and that's a Friday's release. All right. Hey, Pikmin. Hey, Pikmin. By Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Okay. And... Metopia by Nintendo for the 3DS. It's Metopia. Metopia. Metopia is 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 Nintendo's version of, you know how you, when you oh make, yeah, there's two eyes. You're right. Yes, it's me because you know because it involves your me character that you make for your Nintendo character. Yes, it's you know like in the Meverse. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is you go in and you interact with other people when there's fighting. It's like a Japanese role playing game with your me. I go figure. Ah. It's, it's it's Nintendo. You know, what do you want? <laughs> like, hey, look, anything that'll make our mead still val- valid. Like, <laughs> look, here's a game where you can go fight other ones. It's like, oh, joy. Yay. Yay. 
Mm. Mm. All right, got anything else there on that? That list? is it. That is my list. Well, we'll that's all the games actually coming up this week. So, all right, what do you say we take a break and then come back when we get some news? Sounds awesome. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. All right, well, there you have it, folks. There's uh, part one. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Victoria Oliveria. She liked Geekster six hours ago. Oh, thank you. Victoria. Also, I figured I was like, all right, well, that was before we started Aaron, so maybe she changed her mind at that point. <laughs> <laughs> She will have to this podcast. Then she be like, "Oh my god, he's in my name." Um, and there's also a Nathan Price, Daniel Scott, Gene Palamondon. Did I already say this before? I, I think know. so. I think those names sound familiar. Right. But thank you though for liking our page. We still appreciate it. That's right. You know how you can appreciate it by telling your friends to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. And if you do it during the show, we'll give you a shout out. Sure, I guess so. I guess I am keeping that. <laughs> I'm keeping hope alive. That's right. Um, so there you have it, folks. I mean, uh, there's part one. I got nothing else to add to you, Ed. Nope. All right. No. Well, then. I think it, we said it all in part one there. Right. Well, of course, we got part two coming up. That's right, where Ed brings us the news. Yeah. We talk Shazam. <laughs> we talk Kermit the Frog. Apparently, pressing. <laughs> like Ed being up at, late at night, just waking up in a cold sweat, going, What? What? It wasn't that bad. You'll just have to hear it. <laughs> so you, I think you all agree. I think you all agree why I had to bring this to the show. So uh, in the meantime, if you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting around seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. So search Aquanet Radio in those apps. I mean, for those people listening, they're going, "Oh my God, they're repeating themselves." I'm plugging. I'm plugging. <laughs> plug. 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 And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and it's S-H-A-W-N. See you in part two. Electric Boogaloo. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, Boo. Boo.